This is Noche Galactica. I'm Poeta Galactico, and this is episode 40. And today we have Coach Tina in the building. Hey, hey, we out here, uh, woman wellness coach. Yes. And you're gonna be talking about woman entrepreneurship. Yeah. And how to create your own empire. Yeah. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Exactly. That's like pretty much the song I live by. Let's get it. So, Coach Tina, uh, we met about a year, a year and a half ago. Uh, energy, energy is fire. Really funny how we connect it. Yeah. But we're here and we have developed this relationship and I feel like we've been vibing. You know, I got nothing but love for you. Yep. Same. And I, and I feel like this is going to be amazing. Please keep your ears open. Keep your mind open. Um, but tell us who you are, please. Take us, take us to your journey. All right. Thank you for this. Anyways, this opportunity. Um, my name is Coach Tina. People call me Tina. And I grew up in Hunters Point, San Francisco. Moved around a lot, to be honest, um, and um, raised by a single mom, you know, and that's, that's the reason why I feel like I work so hard, because I feel that my mom worked so hard for us, and I just, like, I feel like it's just, it's 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 a hard life when it comes to parents. We ha- I have four crazy brothers, and it's like, how did she do it? You ever wonder that? You know, so me growing up in Hunter's Point, um projects I didn't even think it was a project I just knew we had a place to live and people were super kind and and we just grew up there um dropped out of high school you know my third month until the ninth grade I'm like I'm not doing this mm. I can't get along with people and went to work started helping my mom because she was struggling to just take care of us and I feel like she was just working so much and um the difference with that is I feel like she worked 16 hours, but she never had time for us. So I feel like we didn't have the guidance that we needed to grow up as kids. So we started turning into drugs and drinking at a very young age. We had so much freedom at the age of 14 and 15. And it's just, we experienced so many things at a young age. Growing up, it was much easier to control the environment around us. And, um, yeah. That's, that's a great start to this. You came in with the fire. Like, this is who I am. Uh, this is where I started. And, and you are here today in 2020, mm-hmm. creating your empire, right? But before we get to that, I want to I wanna ask you some questions around around your your upbringing, right? Where's your family from? Um, and how that intercepted with who you are now. Okay. Okay, family. My... Family. I grew up in San Francisco, so my family's from San Francisco. My dad is from the Philippines, and he's out here right now. He's deported, so he's not even out here no more. Um, my mom grew up in Vietnam, came out here. Long story. That's that, that's like another story. That's a whole different that's episode. A whole, that's a whole different episode. That's like a whole military stuff mm. like that. But um, yeah, my family's from here. I was born and raised in San Francisco. Moved around the Bay Area a lot. So, Daly City, South City, Hayward, to right now, currently I'm in Antioch, mm. you know. Okay. So, you dropped out of high school, right? Yeah. Your journey started there to start working at an early age. And you feel like you had to, you feel like you had a chip on your shoulder when that happened? I felt like I just needed to do things on my own. I felt like I needed to make things happen. The turnaround with that is... Um, crazy story this is something I don't really tell a lot of people um at the age of 16 or 17 my dad was gone um my mom was locked up 
for some reason. We just remember she was gone. We were so under the influence of drugs and alcohol where we didn't even notice that our parents were gone. Um, we were living on our own, me and my brothers. That's why we have this very solid relationship where like we have each other's back. But around that age was when my grandma actually rescued me. Mm. I was in a house that I shouldn't be in a house with. And all I hear is a knock on a door saying, where is my granddaughter? And there I was, like, drugged out. So I felt like that was, like, the more of the... That was that was my turning point. Like, what am I doing? So she talked to me in the car, and she said, stop what you're doing. You got to change for your brothers. I'm the only girl in the family, so I felt like the power, the empowerment of her voicing that out someone actually telling me like hey get your shit together i needed that and coming from my grandma it was like okay i do need to change it so you know i sobered up at the age of 17 went to go get my ged took my cna classes was working at mcdonald's full time i don't know what the hell i was doing i kept myself busy but my grandma had my back the whole time um and then i got pregnant (laughs) So, you know, things were going really good, and I feel like things always happen the way it's supposed to happen. Um, But my turning point to, like, changing my life was when my grandma knocked at that door. Because I felt like if no one would have saved me, I would have probably went to a different path. So shout out to grandma out there. Yes, grandma, I love you. Shout out to you. Uh, And then after that, you became a mother. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good relationship with... um, my kid's dad you know co-parenting is at its best i feel like um when it comes to meeting someone at a very young age and getting pregnant without it being planned um we tend to blame each other but we have like a really good relationship where whatever's good for the kids whatever's good for the kids you know i was with him for about seven or eight years um he was he he was doing his own thing he was trying to you know he was doing his own thing and i just separated from him i felt like i was growing into the woman that i am but um he wasn't ready for it so then i had to separate and do my own thing where that's when i became that single mother and just found my way from there and I, and, and I feel like we're going to transition into that point, right? Oh, Finding yeah. your way. And what does that mean to a lot of people? And I, I just want for the listeners to understand that when you grew up in, in a broken household, right? In places that don't really elevate you as much as they can. And you have to elevate yourself. You you got to do it on your own. Like it's, yeah. it's looking around. You got people who are probably clapping for you and yeah. cheering you on. But at the end of the day, those lonely nights... Is you and that mirror in front of you, just yeah, there exactly. saying, "Damn, I gotta make this happen. The next move needs to be the move. The next move has to be the move." So let's let's talk about you and, and how you elevated. So okay, where do I start? <laughs> um, how did I elevate from like the business part yeah, or just just let's, me? Let's talk about the business part, right? Um, because I feel like that eventually is gonna cross paths with with the woman that you are and the amazing human being that you are Mm -hmm. uh tell us who was like the motivator that got you into like man i gotta beat the wellness coach man there's so many people in my life i swear like i just want to drop everyone's name right now um there's there's plenty of people who came into my life even if it was a year a month or someone that i've known and 
I feel like everyone I cross path with you is always there's always a purpose for them mm. and why they come into your life. Why even just for an hour, even me and you just meeting for that one hour or two hours when we went out, it's like there's a reason why you're here with me, you know, because there's there is that elevation that that crosses path in the way. What really turned I think when I looked at myself in a mirror, you tend to just look but you don't ask yourself any questions. You don't ask yourself like what am what exactly am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah, okay, I left my baby daddy. Now what? It's always a next step. It's like we want to take control of the situation, but we don't have a plan moving forward. So me getting into fitness, I was overweight. Mm -hmm. I was over 200 pounds. I was, I I called myself Oompa Loompa for some reason. Mm -hmm. I was really like negative talk about myself, um, especially having two kids. So, um... I have a, my mentor, Jason and Lorelai. I'm going to drop their name. They still are a part of my life. Mm. Godparents of my kids. And they really took a hold of me. They, they held my hand as long as they, as they can. And they never let go of feeding me with motivational videos. And just things that other people don't really think about doing or helping you because you have people who are saying that you'll be okay but you have these people who are actually feeding you things that that could benefit you in life you know like meeting someone who values your growth and my first coach it was it was a turning point from there where i like how it was it, it was something that he said he's like first you must believe mm. in yourself and I felt like I didn't believe in myself enough until someone else believed in me. So as that empowerment of that that word or that quote that he said, I started to believe in myself. As I started to be happy, little mom, getting my sexy back and stuff like that, I empowered a lot of women around my life. Mm. You know, and when it comes to woman empowerment, I feel like we we compete too much with each other. The better mom, who is the better husband, uh, better wife, who is, you know, who has a perfect car, the perfect house, the cleanest house, and I feel like we compete and we compare who's better versus empowering one another. So with me, like I used to be that person where I would compare that person who has a better car, and I would call her a bitch mm. for no apparent reason because she has a better car, and. Or I will start feeding myself with thoughts saying that, oh, because they probably have it good or they were fed with a silver spoon. You know, like everyone comes from somewhere. Like why judge a book by its cover? So when it comes to helping people where I am now and the reason why I really love what I do is because when it comes to people coming to me with help, I know it's hard because it's hard for me to ask for help. So if a person come to me for help, I know that they come from a place where, okay, I don't need to ask help from you, but I'm going to accept it, you know? Um, and that's pretty much, like, how I started the business and wanting to help people, you know, it's, it's just, I feel like it's my purpose. It's in my life to really provide and help people just, like, see themselves, mm. believe in themselves, because you don't get that a lot. You don't get a lot of people saying, I believe in you. And you expect you expect a lot from people, but then you don't, you know? That's a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> That's deep. 
Um, so that that starts you. Of course, there's, there's a lot of people who motivate you um, to get you to the point that you are now and yeah. the mentality that you have now. Um, and, but let the listeners know what you do. What, what is a, a woman wellness coach? What, what you do? What do I do? Drop the plug. <laughs> All right. This is what I do. I help you guys get big butts. No, I'm hey. just kidding. <laughs> no, um, I guess um, a woman's wellness coach, I just discovered that this year. Mm. You know, someone actually opened my eyes and said, hey, you're not just a trainer. You're not a personal trainer. You're not a gym owner. You're something else. You impact a lot of women. And I've come to notice that where when a lot of women come to me, it's because I inspire them. You know, there's a story behind every woman. For me, it's like I grew up in a HUD, you know, single parent, um, broken family. And when it comes to woman wellness, it's deeper than that. Like, I know when it comes to woman's wellness, it's more about providing for you and everything starts with you because mm. we are emotional creatures. <laughs> Shout out to the woman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to admit that I might be a personal perspective, but we are very emotional creatures. And um, I feel that when it comes to understanding that and accepting that, we're able to control what's around us in a way. Women's wellness is more about really just providing you and helping you in a fitness fitness aspect but still making sure you still have time for your husband making sure you still have time for your kids making sure you still have time for your family and your friends because when it comes to woman's wellness it's like it's not just you being all bad and stuff like that like we're walking in the street with some nice ass heels it's really about your environment like what makes you that woman that everyone is attract attracted to you know um and um, just being more aware of yourself, finding your self-worth. Because when we we go through so much emotions, it's like we just need to learn how to control it and go from there. But it's an everyday thing. Nice. I, I also don't want to just brush to the side that you are a gym owner. Oh. It's <laughs> not just yeah, dismissed it because I feel like that is huge, <laughs> you know. It's a huge accomplishment. And, and I feel is. like not a lot of people can say that. It is, it is, it is. Like, I, I got to remember that I am a gym owner. Yeah. I am a CEO. Like, yeah. I, I started as a personal trainer. Um, and then someone's like, no, you are a CEO of Be Lifted Fitness. And you run this shit. You're a boss, babe. I got to take control of that. Um, I had this thing about, I used to call my gym little. Mm. Where I would start the sentence where, it's my little gym. It's my little gym. I have to correct myself so many times. We're like, it's not little. It's a big accomplishment, and for my age, man, not a lot of people could do this, you know. Um, I feel like if you just really put in the work and getting into the entrepreneur, especially being a woman, it's it's you're judged to be, again, emotional creatures are weak, you know, because you're a woman and dropping out of high school, not being educated, and I think that's one of the main thing where. A lot of people think about is when you're not educated, you can't do anything. Mm -hmm. So me being a gym owner, a high school dropout, I'm proud of it. Mm -hmm. You know, because everything that I've learned from the past is pretty much making me who I am today. And yes, I'm a freaking gym owner and I'm a boss babe. And yes, I have all this stuff. Um, But it takes work, you Mm -hmm. know, and you can't just 
say you're an entrepreneur like you really have to love what you do and I feel like during COVID a lot of people is finding their passion differently but for the freedom of it but still don't understand that they don't even have it in their hearts to actually change that's beautiful you know yeah, I just didn't want to just put that to the side because I feel like that's a big accomplishment. And whenever I think of you and then I see you, is like you are creating your empire. So I just want to elevate that. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to transition to the next question, which is where do you get this fire in your belly to just continue to be like, man, it's hard COVID times, but I'm still punching the bag. I'm still oh, moving. Man. I still want to create more. Where do you get it? You know, it's, um, it's the naysayers. It's mm. people who, in my head... Um, I've been doubted a lot. Mm. People thought I wasn't able to like succeed or achieve anything, especially being low educated from the hood, single mom, you know, feel like I was always distracted. I use that negative energy to push myself. It's like, let me prove you wrong. Or what they say now, bet. Mm. <laughs> bet. bet. Like, let me, let, let me prove y'all wrong that I could do it. And... I'm not saying all negative like thoughts are in my head that pushes me, but it's just like, I know I can do it. Let me push myself because let me just prove them wrong, you know, but not just for them, but really just to really elevate myself to be the better person um, that I can be. I, I, I like to tell people that, you know, we live in America in a America's capitalism, just like the rest of the world, most of the world. Um, there's not only one way to get to places, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people go through the, the path of education. Like, I'm going to go to university, get yeah. a degree, eventually get another degree, eventually get a PhD, eventually just sit and make calls and yeah. dictate what should happen. Yeah. Yes, that is one path. But I feel like there's a whole different breed of people who are out there creating their own lane, making it happen on their own without anyone's you know, permission to to have a paper on your hand saying yeah. you are certified to do this. We just get on the on the ground and do it. Yeah. And I feel like that is a different type of grind. There is a lot of knowledge and information on YouTube, on Google. Someone could teach you how to be a lawyer in freaking YouTube. You know, someone could teach you how to be a fitness trainer or a psychologist or something on YouTube. All those information are free for us to really grasp and we just gotta grasp it Mm. there's just so much information like that is free education versus having to pay for um yeah certification and have so much debts under your 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 name and it's just it's ridiculous to be honest i feel like it's all a gamble and i feel like um it's all business it's all business it's all business it's all to keep you you know it's it's a way to to distinguish people who, who, who have the money and yeah. people who, who can and kind of filter people out yeah. by those ways, right? Yeah. Uh, and keep people in the working class and we can get into a whole different podcast about those mm-hmm. things. But the next question that I have for you is why do you think um, you as a woman and, and you are working in an environment that is dominated by males, right? When we talk about the, the fitness environment. Mm-hmm. Um, why is it hard for a woman to kind of just bust up bubble and be like I'm gonna make it happen uh, on my own without any like male around me just me on myself how can more women 
see that path for themselves? How can you motivate other women to be entrepreneurs, to create their own gyms? What are some of the tokens that you can drop to them? Be like, this is how you do it. Let me give you, let me give you two of my most, you know, useful tips on how to make this happen. What would it be? I got talking about guys all the time. Hey. <laughs> I was like, no, no. Let me let me keep that to myself. Um, to to really stick out in this male dominant like world or like this industry is. There's a huge difference with, with, with just you as a as a person. Like, um, I always share to my trainers: love on your people, mm. love on your people. Everyone that really comes into comes comes into you and your life, or even you as a personal trainer, there's something that's about you that reflected on them that made them want to reach out to you. You know, you always you just really you, that care instead of thinking about them as a dollar sign they're really actual human being that's asking for help Mm. you know and i feel like in this industry and i talk a lot a lot about this with my trainers all the time there's not a lot of trainers like us because one that high education you Mm. could have that nice certification on the back of your your you know your degree but you don't have the heart to actually really help them, mm. you know? And it's like, if you don't have that heart to really change someone's life, then it's 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 useless, you know? And a lot of feedback that I get from my clients is like, I could tell you love this job. And it gives me a big smile because every new client that I have or even current client that I have, it's like, we like how you care. Mm. And, you know, being in this field it's like i feel like it's being neglected a lot you know so if you're trying to find a path into fitness like really just love on your people love on your people love the people that actually reaches out for help because it is a cry for help i feel and for me fitness working out it's therapy it's free therapy it's free therapy that everyone needs and you just need that yeah yeah that's deep i feel like fitness helps a lot of people just to unwind be stressed especially during this time of covid times i feel like a lot of people are under pressure and when you go out and you just have a person there who's healing who cares who wants to take you to the next level and not just preach but also teach and also deliver right because you you are like a a visual that i made it happen you can make it happen too yeah so let's do this together right yeah beautiful my last question for today is where do you see yourself in a few years? Oh, man. That's a deep question. That is a deep question. <laughs> I ask myself that all the time. Yeah, you know, that's what we do in Noche Galactica. We like to make sure people walk out here thinking, damn, that was deep. What do I see myself in the next few years? I honestly see myself in Thailand mm. mastering this training stuff online. Like, it's, it's just, it's something that I've been wanting to do, like online training. Mm learning how to train people online and train people from afar but still give that love that's what's up yeah like being in a different country being in a different but country. still like fitness, fitness driven wise, yeah fitness driven okay like, and going back to like the roots yes yes and there's a lot of outdoor trainings that's out there and really where fitness come from like all these equipments that we have like everyone started out with Olympic bars that were like bars like 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 an actual log mm-hmm. and cement. I was like, whoa, okay, I wanna see. Let me go back to see like 
why is this here? Do you mm. know? I don't know. I just want to travel. That's what's up. I want to travel. Yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Going back, always going back to the roots, you know, enriches the, the soul. So yeah. that's an amazing thing. Um, this is the moment we'll open it up. Any shout outs you want to give out? Any plugs you want to give out? Okay. You know, connect uh, with Coach Tina. This is the moment. All right, so shout outs. Yeah, let's do it. And whenever you guys are in Antioch, come through to gym, hit me up, follow me on Instagram. It's Coach Tina. I do a lot of real funny family fitness content on there. Um, What else? Um, Shout out to my mom. Shout out to the moms. My grandma, for sure. Um, I love her. Shout out to Jason and Lorelai. They've been in my life for a while. They're like my game changer. Shout out to James and Jameer. James, they're like James and Jameer. They're my two trainers who's been helping me out. They're like my rock solid, helping me with the gym and finding growth from there. Yeah, that's, that's what's it. up. That's beautiful. It was a pleasure having you here. I feel like you drop a lot of tokens of power, mm-hmm. a lot of knowledge that will help someone out there listening. Um, thank you. Thank you. My name is Poeta Galactico. Thank you, Coach Tina. Thank you. Have a great night. You too.